0: Welcome back to the Bears Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Ken Marshall. Well, the Bears took care of business against the Jaguars in strong fashion after a bit of a rough start in the first half. This, of course, presents lots of conundrums. Let's start with their potential path to the playoffs. Currently, the Bears are in the seventh and last playoff spot in the NFC. Their most direct path to the playoffs is to beat the Packers this weekend. Win and they will be in. Complicating that, of course, is that the Packers are very good and they actually need to win as well to guarantee themselves a first round bye. Now the less direct and probably more likely route would be that they lose to the Packers, which means that they will need help from the Rams. If the Rams beat the Cardinals, the Bears are in. Complicating this is that the Rams quarterback Jared Goff has broken and dislocated his throwing thumb. He's scheduled to have surgery last night in hopes of being back for the playoffs. And that means that the Rams' backup quarterback has never played in an NFL game. So a difficult prospect either way. To put it another way, the odds of the Bears of making the playoffs are not good. So what does all this mean for next year and beyond? First, the late-season turnaround, despite being against bad teams, may be enough to protect the coaching staff, regardless of what happens Sunday. If the Bears stay competitive and lose, I would say that the coaching staff are likely safe. If they win, they are a lock to return. Losing in an embarrassing way would be the only scenario I see where they might get fired. But even then, ownership is loath to make changes just three years into a deal. I'm going to bet that the coaching staff returns next year. Now, as for Ryan Pace, there is a bigger case for replacing him, but if they win, ownership won't walk away. If they lose in an embarrassing fashion, there is a stronger case, especially if both quarterbacks play and have poor performances. Pace was brought in to solve the quarterback problem. Regardless of what happens on Sunday, there's still going to be a quarterback problem. But if Trubisky plays respectably, then Pace likely returns on the final year of his deal. Now, I will be disappointed, however, if they give him an extension. They've let Allen Robinson play this last year on his deal with no extension. Make Pace do the same. But the biggest conundrum is what to do at quarterback. If Mitch plays a horrible game, it allows them to make a clean break. They can say they appreciate everything he's done for the team, but that they need to move on in a different direction. But if they play well, and even if they lose, there could be a case for them offering him a short two- to three-year deal with some decent guaranteed money to try to lure him back while they try to figure out that position moving forward. But But would Mitch really even be interested in coming back? I mean, if I were him, I'd want more than guaranteed money to return to the Bears. I'd want guarantees about being the starter next season. No more camp competitions. But would the Bears even agree to something like that? So if he plays well but they lose, there's a good chance that he's going to be with a different team next year anyway. But what if they win? If they beat the Packers and he plays well in doing it, that creates an even bigger issue for the Bears. How do you walk away from a quarterback that would have just won four straight games to put you into the playoffs? And if they win in the first round and he plays well then, I mean they have to at least transition tag him, but more likely franchise tag him. It's just a price difference thing. The current projected transition tag for a quarterback is going to be about 21.2 million. The franchise tag would be about 23 and a half. So for that extra 2.3 million, it guarantees you that no other team can negotiate with your quarterback and offer him a deal that you then have to try to match. In the end, I think Pace and Nagy are back, but that Pace has less leeway to make trades because I think they don't extend him, or if they do, hopefully only by one year so he's not a lame duck guy. I think they make Mitch a middle-of-the-road offer, one that is probably better than most other teams, but that he walks away for a chance to compete to be the, to be the starter somewhere else. That would leave the Bears with a lame duck GM a lame duck head coach, and an immobile former Super Bowl MVP at quarterback who's better suited to be a backup than a starter. That doesn't make for a good combination. Now I could be a surprise. They could beat the Packers. Mitch could play lights out on Sunday and in the playoffs and they could franchise tag him. They could also fail miserably on Sunday and everyone gets fired. But I've rarely seen the Bears be so clearly decisive in either direction. The most likely path is the medi- is a mediocre Sunday, a mediocre offseason, a mediocre next season, and then everyone gets fired and they start all over again. This has been the Bears Rant Podcast. It's been fun talking to you all this season. If the Bears manage to get into the playoffs, or if there is significant news coming out of, of Hallis Hall after the season ends, I'll be back to talk about it. Otherwise, this is going to wrap up Season 1 of this podcast. I'll be taking a break until we get nearer the new league year, which generally happens in March. Until then, thank you so much for listening this season. It's been a pleasure. Bye.